You're listening to Polycyclones from the Political Science Department at Iowa State University, a podcast that explores the wide variety of ways our alumni and students are making a difference. I am Alex Tuckness, Chair of the Political Science Department at Iowa State University. Thank you for listening to this podcast where we learn how ISU Cyclones and political science are making a difference. We will be posting episodes once or twice a month, and in this episode, I'm talking to two of our political science majors who are making a difference at the local level. You know, often when we think about politics, uh, we immediately gravitate to national or international politics, but in this episode, we're going to be looking more at the local level and a little bit at the state level as well. And I'm joined by uh, two of our students. So uh, Dante Thompson's actually an alum, graduated uh, in December of 2022, and is working in local government in the state of Kansas. And Cody Nieper Burris is a senior at Iowa State who's uh, been involved in a variety of different ways with uh, with local politics. Uh, so, uh, Dante, let's start with you. Uh, tell us a little bit about uh, your job and what you've been doing since you graduated. Yeah, so I currently am a planner for Garden City and Finney County in Kansas. Um, so my job deals with the zoning regulations and how they apply to new developments, whether that's, you know, a resident putting up a fence or a new commercial building coming in. And then there's also a little bit of housing um, included in that and, and getting new housing built and, and helping developers move across that process. Yeah, so uh, let's, let's talk about that part a little bit. You know, one of the things that's an issue in many places, and, and you can say more about what uh, your experience in, uh, in Garden City is like, uh, but in a lot of places, uh, there's shortages of affordable housing, and sometimes part of the issue is kind of a supply and demand problem. So talk to us a little bit about, like, what's the role local government plays interfacing with the private sector as you're trying to uh, work through and manage some of those issues? Yeah, so here in, in Garden City and in Finney County, um, we um, need about 4,000 housing units by 2030. And unfortunately, we are not not meeting that. And I think a lot of other cities and local governments around the, the country are doing it as well. So one of the programs that, that we frequently use here is um, rural housing income um, development, um, incentive development, and um, RHID. And that program um, allows developers to gain some of the money that they um that they put into infrastructure and in building that new developments. Um, so we help move them across that process. We'll start it with them. We'll send all the information that they need off to the the, the state. And um, we really just kind of the facilitators for helping them and making it easier for them to build new housing so that um, you know, the prices of housing come down in this area. Oh, that's that's great. So, so Cody, uh, now let me uh, talk to you a little bit. So you, you've been involved in a variety of different things, both at Iowa State, but also I, you know, intersecting with uh, uh, local politics. Tell us a little bit about some of the things you've been involved in as a, as a student. Yeah, so I've had the privilege of working on multiple campaigns, both with the Democratic Party and with third parties and independent candidates. And I've worked both um, within the state of Iowa and within various states across the country. Um, lately, I've been working mainly with Portland, Maine, Nashville, and Durham um, in my internship that just wrapped up last week. And we were working with candidates um, who are looking to run for state and local offices in those places um, and giving them resources that um, a larger party normally would, as well as giving them kind of a crash course on how to get their campaign set up and how to find campaign managers that align with their values and will support their campaign. That's great. So say a little bit more about why you think it's it's um, helpful 
for third parties to have more of a voice in state or local politics? Yeah, of course. So throughout all my classes that I was state and as well as my own research, I've learned a lot about the two-party system that we currently have um, and the ways that we can make it more competitive for third-party candidates and for really other people who maybe don't fit within um, the standard political spectrum that we are seeing. Um, and so that's something I've really wanted to focus on in making elections more competitive, either through ending gerrymandering or other processes to make it more competitive, as well as working with these third-party candidates. Oh, that's great. Mm -hmm. That's great. So um, one thing I'm kind of curious just to know about each of you in terms of your stories, how you got interested in politics. Uh, so maybe, uh, maybe Dante, I'll start with you. Uh, what got you interested in politics? Um, it kind of started in high school. I knew that I had an interest in social sciences, but it wasn't until my senior year when I got to take um, AP government that I knew that politics is, is what I wanted to do. And I went into college thinking that I wanted to work at the national level and uh, something around the legislature. But it wasn't until my sophomore year that I realized that local government is, is where really my interests were. And um, I delve into more classes into local government and eventually found community regional planning as, as a second major. And um, that's how I ended up here. Oh, that's, that's great. And, and Cody, how about you? I had a bit more of a unique path. I had a lot of interests when I was in high school and I ended up um, picking a STEM path due to some of the leadership opportunities I had in high school, um, like working on a robotics team and things like that. So I was a chemical engineering major when I first arrived at Iowa State and um, and decided very quickly that that was not for me. Um, my political science class that I was taking as a gen ed at the time turned out to be the favorite class that I had. And I decided to take the leap and trust myself uh, in my instincts. And it turned out it turned out to work really well. But I uh, did always have an interest in politics. Um, I remember learning about politics through the 2008 presidential campaign. And we did a mock election in my elementary school. Okay. <laughs> um, I even met... Um, then Senator Barack Obama at a campaign event and was really inspired by his campaign. Um, and that definitely motivated my interest in politics. I never considered it as a career until I took the leap freshman year here at Iowa State. Uh, yeah, really, really interesting. So, so here's a question for both of you. So both of you studied political science at Iowa State. What, what are some things you learned studying political science uh, that you think uh, either have been helpful or will be helpful for you as you, you know, continue with your interest in state and local government? Uh, maybe we'll start with you, Cody, this time. Sure. So I think my research skills as well as my written communication skills have been most helpful and most developed through my classes in political science as well as my other social science classes here. Um, the research portion has certainly come in handy on campaigns. I've worked a lot on researching candidates and researching their backgrounds and their um, maybe policy and opinions and things like that, both for the candidates we're working with and their opponents. Um, so that's definitely benefited me thus far. And as I get into kind of policy in that field, I know that it'll continue to be very useful. That sounds great. Uh, Dante, how about you? Yeah, one of the last classes that I took was Mark uh, Jackson's Intergovernmental Relations course. And um, I remember um, him talking a lot about grants and uh, kind of the relationship that federal governments have with local governments when it comes to that. And um, kind of learned the thought of, although this money can be great, it's really important to consider you know, the future consequences of taking this money and what it might mean for a local government to continue to keep up with the requirements. And, and um, yeah. Yeah, no, that's, uh, yeah. So there's there's uh, money from the federal government, but it comes with strings attached, right? And you got to think through yeah. all of those things before you, uh, yeah. before you apply for a grant and accept it. Um, yeah. So one of the things that uh, the two of you have in common 
uh, in addition to the interest in local government, is uh, both of you were scholarship winners. So we have different scholarships that have been endowed often by uh, you know, donors and alumni. Uh, and so both of you were uh, Whitaker, Lindgren uh, scholars in political science. So um, talk a little bit about how that scholarship may have helped you or, or helped your experience here at uh, Iowa State. Cody? Yeah, I am a first-generation student, and so I uh, came into college with not much understanding of how this was going to work out for me. Um, I had to take out some loans during the beginning of college, but with help with the Whitaker Linderman Scholarship as well as a few others that I've received, I haven't had to take out any student loans for the last two and a half years, oh, that's great. which has certainly helped me in the future. <laughs> um, and it's also just um, relieved a lot of the stress that first-generation students often have um, as they're trying to figure out how to navigate college for the first time. Yeah, good. Dante? I had a very similar uh, situation to her that in the beginning half I had to take out loans and um, and help work throughout college to help pay off some of the the costs while in college. And um, the scholarship then allowed me to not have to work as much. And I got to spend a few more hours um, working uh, in my internship. And that really uh, helped propel me and give me a lot of confidence in, in what I'm doing today. So it was a great help in that way. That's great. That's great. So let's talk now maybe to wind up by talking a little bit about the future. So, uh, you know, um, Cody, when you start kind of looking uh, mm-hmm. down the line, um, what are what are some of the paths you would like to pursue for your career? Yeah. So I would love to continue working in campaigns, but I think I'm going to take a break <laughs> and try a few other things. I am moving to Seattle, Washington after graduation, um, and I do want to get into the housing policy and homelessness prevention areas. I have some experience working with a nonprofit here in Ames where we've dealt with emergency situations and homelessness prevention. And so that, um, along with some personal experiences, have really motivated me to focus on that, at least at the start of my career. Good. And Dante, how about you? Um, I hope to continue working in local government and uh, specifically city administration. Um, I hope to down the road um, be a city manager um, and and help do kind of everything within a city and not just specifically work on development. Um, well, I, I think you guys are both very well positioned to pursue these careers. And we're really uh, excited when we see uh, our students at Iowa State who are um, – setting these kinds of goals and uh, on such a good path to, to pursue them. So I want to thank both of you for being uh, on uh, the podcast today and thank uh, all of you for listening. Thank you for listening to this episode. Views expressed are not necessarily those of Iowa State University or the Department of Political Science. If you have ideas for topics or guests for future episodes, or if you want to share your thoughts, email polycyclones, that's P-O-L-I-C-Y-C-L-O-N-E-S, at iastate.edu.